Hey everybody, I'm Jason Bittner, CEO of Triple Helix Corporation, and welcome to our Helix Insider podcast. I'm joined today in studio with my senior web developer, Andy Webster, and my other senior web developer, Sam Sheldon. Hey everybody. Today we're going to talk about uh, something uh, near and dear to our hearts. Is we're very close to Valentine's Day, and uh, we wanted to talk about some tech gifts that you can get for uh, your resident uh, tech geek in your life, and um, there's some ideas that we have uh, that would make some suitable gifts. So, uh, Sam, why don't we start with you? Uh, you were going to tell us about uh, your idea. Yeah. So the first thing that I think of whenever I think of gifts for tech geeks is always Raspberry Pis because you can't go wrong with a Raspberry Pi. They're little, little tiny computers, you know, probably a little bit about the size of a phone, I'd say. Um, and you, the thing you can do with a Raspberry Pi, you can do pretty much anything you can imagine with them. They're, you can make little desktop computers out of them. You can use them for, you know, a home media server. If you're you know, web developers like we are. I know I've used mine for setting up a little web development machine on my home network. Um, if you're a little bit more hardware geeky, you can get, you know, an external board and connect up, you know, you can make your own circuit boards and, you know, lots of cool projects you can do with them. And the great thing about that also is that they're pretty appropriate for basically any age. If you're old enough to use a computer, you can probably get something out of a Raspberry Pi. So they're a fully self-contained computer, right? And I understand they're really cheap. Like they're only like 30 or $40, right? Uh, I think they're a little more expensive than that. I haven't checked recently. I know there's been, you know, supply issues. You, I know they're a little hard to get right now. But yeah, they're a self-contained computer. And I think that the official Raspberry Pi you know, organization actually has kits that you can use to put your Raspberry Pi board into basically a little keyboard that you can bring around and hook up to a monitor. So really good. Yeah, they're they're not especially powerful. You're not going to be running, you know, you're not going to be running the latest games on these or anything. But if all you want to do is browse the web or have a media server to put all your movies on or things like that, they're really going to be good. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to run a Minecraft server off of mine. They're, they're powerful enough. I mean, that was the Raspberry Pi 2. I think they're up to Raspberry Pi 4 now. Yeah. So, and they've got like, uh, if I recall, I think they've got eight, some of them have eight gigs of RAM in them now. So you can, you can do quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, um, I probably my personal uses for one would be a Minecraft server, B like a personal media. So while we're talking about Raspberry Pi, you know, we refer to these devices on a type of uh, certain class of computing called embedded computers or embedded hardware. And it reminds me of uh, these other types of computers called Arduino boards. So like, unlike a Raspberry Pi, which is a, like a full up server and you can do anything with it, an Arduino board is a little bit sort of like a, a dumb board in that it doesn't have a, like an operating system and it has an embedded operating system. And it has its own programming language, a little similar to C, C sharp. And what you do with Arduino boards is more sensor based. So if you want to like put a temperature sensor on a board and then have it outside so it can read the temperature, or if you want to send signals from it, they actually have all of these pins that you hook things up to the Arduino board. 
And because it's very uh, small and lightweight, small footprint, you can do a lot of interesting programming um, exercises with this. So if you're if your tech geek in your life actually loves to program and it loves to like tinker with like hardware and stuff, um, that that's a really good gift. The, the other thing about Arduino is there's literally thousands of what we call daughter boards that actually go on top of them that extend the functionality. And, and that could be anything from motor controllers to, to for sensor suites, because you only have so many inputs on the main board. So you add these extra boards that give you lots of uh, additional sensors. So it's a really great gift for someone who likes to tinker with electronics. Um, let's take a little shift. Uh, Andy, why don't we talk uh, a little bit about uh, the drones and the cameras you were talking about earlier? Yeah, so, um, I mean, drones, that's a, a more expensive, but also a good gift. They do make less expensive drones now, too, that you can just kind of um, hook a camera to and uh, fly around, take aerial shots. Pretty cool for, um, if you have somebody who likes photography, you can get some very unique shots with a drone. Um, you mentioned you can get a drone to follow you too, right? Yeah, some of the more um, high tech ones actually, people they'll like they'll do they'll track you, so you could bring it with you while you're walking or running or something like that, and um, you know take some epic shots and put some epic music to it or something. But <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, you can get pretty good landscape shots with them too. Yeah. You can go way up high and get angles you wouldn't ordinarily get without, like, a plane. That reminds me of, like, the GoPro cameras, too, right? I mean, like, not necessarily drone-based, but, I mean, like, those people that do all that action-adventure stuff, they strap a camera to themselves or, or to maybe their pet or something like that, and they, they see the, the video footage from a different perspective. Remind, that reminds me, for some reason, of uh, <laughs> people who... Are just curious where does their cat go during the day so they put a gps tracker collar on the cat <laughs> for the curious in us um speaking of curious another interesting idea is uh security cameras i mean they're, they're for your safety per se um but for people like me sometimes i just want to like see what's going on outside <laughs> middle of the night <laughs> or um or set them up pointing at um you know, some place where animals usually run out in the middle of the night. I, for the curious people watchers in us, we uh, we're not creepy. We just we just like to know what's going on. <laughs> um, I wouldn't think of watching animals. The other kind of camera that I know some people might um, be interested in. It's less specifically techy, but game cameras that you can mount on oh, yeah. trees. Oh yeah. Because oh, yeah. I, I live out in the middle of nowhere, so we, we actually got that for Christmas. Was a game camera that we can set up somewhere to watch, see what see the deer go by, or whatever other critters might be out in our field. That's a really good idea. Yeah, my dad my dad has one of those. He uh, he really likes. Them. <laughs> it's it's interesting to see like what lives in my backyard. Actually, funny story about that. He told me he saw a bobcat. Never knew I had bobcats in my my parents' home growing up, but apparently we do. <laughs> So I feel I would be remiss if I didn't actually address um, the video game and the gamers in us and, and our friends. Um, there is actually one very specific, really cool um, gaming platform called a Steam Deck. So if anyone has heard of the Steam platform, which is basically uh, a video game uh, distributor uh, platform for all things video games, that company made its own uh, portable uh, um, uh, gaming platform called a Steam Deck. 
So if you're familiar with like a Nintendo Switch, this is like that, but it's actually quite big. Uh, got a very beautiful screen on it. And um, it actually runs Arch Linux, which is another reason we like it because um, we're very fond of Linux and the, the, those operating systems. But if you've got the Steam Deck and you're tied into your Steam account, you can actually add um, the Steam games in your library and play them portable on the device. The only caveat I'll throw out there is that Steam Deck is fairly new and it's not 100% compatible with like all the games Steam offers. So what you do when you look at a game on Steam, you actually look for verified for Steam Deck. And if it's got the little symbol verified for Steam Deck, you know you're good to play it on there. And when I first got it, um, I had Portal 2, which I had not played yet. And I fired it up on my Steam Deck. And I mean, I lost myself in Portal Land for like a good few hours. I mean, it's an amazing platform. Man, yeah, I'm 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 jealous of people who have one of those. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I use Steam for most of my games now, um, and uh, it's probably the only portable device I would I would buy. They're hard to find now because they're so popular. But I mean, there is a bit of a wait. But I got mine on opening day because I put in the pre-order, and you know, pre-orders were opened up like you know six months or a year before it was released. But once those came through, I was able to get it. And it's, um, yeah, if you if you can find one, it's a really awesome gift for your loved one. Yeah. And I think from, you know, the tech nerd perspective as well, there's, it's a pretty powerful machine. And I think there's been people working on, you know, customizing it, using it for things other than games. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> as soon as a powerful machine, handheld machine comes out, you know that people are going to be trying to do everything with it. At, at its base level, it is just a Linux computer, and you can run it as such. <laughs> I've heard that. So while we're on the topic of, of other tech gifts, Sam, talk to us about um, some of the tech gifts you've given to your loved ones. You were mentioning, I think, monitors the other day. Yeah. So honestly, I think I've gotten more mileage out of giving just good monitors as gifts than any other tech gift. Because I've yet to meet a tech geek who doesn't want another monitor. It doesn't matter how many they already have. We all want more monitors. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, I'm, I am I throw my money behind, you know, get a decent big monitor. Just pretty standard. Something that handles 1920 by 1080 resolution. Has decent color, good brightness. I've never met anyone who would turn that down. I wouldn't. What do you think about these new monitors that are really, really wide screen and they're curved and they're sort of like give you like a bit of perspective depth? What do you think of those? Oh, gosh. I I have never used one of those. I kind of want to. It's one of those things where I'm interested, but I don't fully understand it. But I want to. So you need to drop hints at Mike, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know. I, then again, I don't know where I put it, so... <laughs> I, I've I've seen Pedro's. I've seen pictures of his monitor, and it's it's huge. It takes up his entire desk. There's not room on my desk for this. Maybe monitor stands. Get, get a good you know monitor stand for your loved one. Right. I mean, the simplicity of that is you only need one plug. <laughs> How about you, Andy? What other tech gifts are you interested in in giving out? Oh, probably like portable charging banks. Anybody can use those. Even at home, it's not even a travel thing. Who knows that moment when your phone's about to die and the wall plug is like all the way across the room. 
What if I had a, oh, a I was portable charging bank right it. now? <laughs> or the power. That's an also that's a that's a more practical solution. Yeah. This is just like everyday life, like, oh man, my battery's about to die. Good thing I have this portable <laughs> charging bank just ready to go. <laughs> well, I, I find them handy for when the power actually does go out. Like, you know, we've thankfully Connecticut is a fairly stable uh, power and whatnot, but every little once in a while and where we are in Windsor, we do lose power for a few hours and um, it, it can be really messy your phone's on low charge. So having a portable bank all charged up, ready to go is actually pretty cool for that. Yeah, and a lot of those things are good for like, for a phone, like a lot of them are good for like two and a half charges these days. They're pretty, there's some pretty good ones out there. You were talking about keyboards too. Oh yeah. Always great idea. Good mouse and keyboard. I like wire. I prefer like a wireless keyboard. Those are like pretty amazing. This particular one that I have is like a Logitech and you can switch between like three different computers. So, um, oh, what? No way. Yeah. What? You can switch between. Oh, yeah. Computers? It's got like a little thing right here got a one two three switch i don't know if that's backwards in this camera but um yeah it's um so i can switch both my mouse and keyboard so if your loved one uses multiple computers it's like a really nice really nice thing and they make them in that is really cool so you can have one keyboard and mouse and actually control multiple machines but it's just one set and you just flip a button and it flips to the other machine yeah i i would not want to have three keyboards on my desk <laughs> So something like this is a lifesaver. The one caveat to that is a lot of us tech nerds are really, really picky about our keyboards. Because I, I know I'm, I'm a picky person about my keyboards. If it's too clicky, if it's not clicky enough, is it mechanical, is it membrane? Andy likes wireless, but I like wired. True, yeah. Some people don't like wireless keyboards. This one is really good responsive. I've never had a problem with it. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I wouldn't have thought of keyboards for it for that, but you're, you're right. I mean, some of the more advanced ones could be really handy. That's awesome. Or if you don't know, just write in the card, I want to get you a really fancy keyboard. Please show me the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been fun, guys, and so I think that's all the time we have today. So I wanted to thank uh, my two uh, colleagues, Andy Webster and Sam Sheldon, my senior de developers on our team. And thanks for all the great ideas. And until next time, see you around, everybody. Bye. -bye.